0: I'm Jordan Goodman. And I'm Justin Goodman. We're third-generation insurance agency owners and also brothers. Even though we had the same upbringing, we see the world very differently. This caused significant issues in our early years, but we eventually embraced the idea that every coin needs two sides to be
1: complete. In 2018, we launched our second company, Total CSR, with the aim of reducing new-to-industry onboarding timeframes from two years to two months. Since then, we've traveled the country speaking to thousands of agency owners and their teams. And we've come to realize two things. We all struggle with similar challenges, regardless of size and location. And oftentimes, we are too embarrassed to ask for help. The Independent Agent Podcast is our attempt to provide helpful answers to your most difficult questions. Anonymously, of course. Thanks for listening.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 22 of The Independent Agent. I'm Jordan. Justin's right here, too. My daughter is clapping in the background so she could be heard. Hey, Samantha, sweetheart. Thank you. Love you. It's my nine-year-old. Uh, we are here from quarantine again at my house. Justin, how you doing?
1: I'm doing well. I've been living here for a while. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you wish. Okay, so the beverage we're going to do today... This is a tequila that was given to me actually by another insurance agent. So he went down to Cabo on my recommendation. So we're going to be doing a sipping tequila today, Just. Yes. Okay. So this is Tequila Esperanto Seleccion. There's not much in there. There's not because we've we've consumed it. If you can see, I'll try and bring this up to the camera. It's just a rad bottle. It's a really, really cool bottle. But the tequila is even better. It's an extra Añejo. And so we shall sip... And I'll pour you just a tad because I don't want you to just...
1: Waste it? Waste it. I do like tequila, though. All right. So it's it's definitely not a shot. You just want me to sip it. Why is my
0: dog whining?
1: Well, the door to the backyard is open. She can go out there, but she probably wants attention.
0: Oh, man, that is so good.
1: All right. All right. Air, Air cheers. cheers. Air
0: cheers. Air cheers. I dig it. That's good. Okay, so why don't you describe to the people what you're tasting?
1: Tequila. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it's Come good.
0: On. What what hints do you get? What notes? How about?
1: No, I won't tell that story. Any, what? what it, well, no. Now everyone <laughs> wants that story. What's that story? Okay. Do you remember Dad's story about Alaska? Uh huh. And tequila. Yeah. And do you? Remember how I broke the record?
0: I don't. I, I think Dad's dad probably wants his story left off, so leave dad's off.
1: Well, I can't tell mine without telling. <laughs> Sorry, dad. Okay. Here we go. So many years ago, my father was on an insurance company-sponsored uh, fishing trip up in Alaska. Aren't all of our vacations insurance company sponsored? This one actually was. This was back in the day where it was the company- was really a trip work trip? For, yeah. Okay. So it was actually a work trip. But uh, there oh. ended up being a drinking contest, uh, a tequila contest between uh, him and another individual. He ended up coming out on top with uh, 21 shots of tequila before he regretted it for the next little bit. Wasn't
0: he? Wasn't he going against a Canadian?
1: He was going against a Canadian, and USA won. So, uh, Team USA won. Well. Years later, after hearing this story, as a uh, college fraternity guy, I became inspired. And it was middle of the afternoon, didn't have much going on, I, I think I had just taken a nap, watched uh, Walker, Texas Ranger, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and then I decided, you know, I think today's the day I want to try and beat my dad's record. And since I didn't want to be drinking alone, I went on to AOL. What? And instant I don't message. know that I've heard this story. Oh, yeah. So I went and instant message Matt's sister and a couple other sorority girls. And so basically, they were my uh, instant message companions during my first few shots. <laughs> Sounds really dark. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't take long for word to get back to the guys in the house who were... I wasn't drinking by myself, guys. I had my AOL friends hanging out with me. So uh, about... 10 minutes went by before the fraternity guys grabbed me downstairs and we uh, repositioned the contest room to downstairs. And I proceeded to get all the way to shots 18, 19, 20. And then there was shot 21 to tie the record. And I was hanging in there, but barely at the moment. Then they go and they put the 21st in front of me. I go and down that. And then before I even think, I pour two more shots. And boom, I hit the 22nd one. And that's the last thing I remembered for three days. <laughs> it was a long <laughs> time. But I went, I went straight past like toasted, drunk, sick, anything. And I just woke up and just later. Euphoria.
0: you just no you're just like a step above.
1: It was it was just past that. But I I was a, a legend within in the house both for how I started it. I think that was one of the first... Uh, that was like a Facebook Live back in the day that I think I, I created with my AOL Instant Messenger starting that contest. Was there a camera? Okay, no, there wasn't, I, but... So it was a phone call. Was Well, it was a, the messenger, but... Well, it was just chat. It yeah, it was just a...
0: I'm on number seven, period, enter.
1: I'm on number eight, woo! Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> okay, what it was, okay. but... Anyway, we got way off topic here. Yeah. Wow. All right, here we go. Question number one. I'm a newer account manager to the agency I work for, and I'm concerned about losing my job due to the coronavirus crisis. What would you suggest I do to best protect my job at this time?
0: Uh, that's a real question. I, I haven't heard of anyone at agencies getting let go at this point. I don't know if you have, Justin. Justin. It's going to have an impact for sure, especially if you write main street business or like restaurants um, or retail, right? That's going to affect revenue to the
1: agents. Or the other 140 classes of business that have been impacted by this.
0: Right, but what I meant by that is if you're like, hey, my niche is restaurants yeah, or my niche is retail, your direct bill income is going to start getting hit hard. I would say that the bill that was just passed by Congress, so go talk go listen to what we said last week in our last week's podcast, should do a significant amount if your agency principal uh, has applied for that forgivable loan. it should It should make a substantial difference, but here here's the reality I've heard from other businesses. So let's talk not insurance. i've I have several friends who own other businesses. And this is going to sound so cold, but now is an excuse to cut the fat. Um, So if you are not one of the performing ones at your agency, yeah, you might be at risk. So my best advice I could give to you is kick it into gear and make sure that you are performing to the best of your ability, that you're a team player. There might be agencies who say, "Hey, we have five people or ten people. We're either going to let people go, or everyone's going to take a twenty percent pay cut for three months." Right? Be a team player if you want your job. These are very, very difficult decisions for business owners, and I, I know you. We always hear the the stories about the bad business owners. But for the most part, small employers really look at their staff as family and really want to take care of them. And it's a very difficult time for employees. It's also a very difficult time for employers having to make decisions that we haven't thought about since '08. And I, I mean, I think I just said everything I, I could say about that. But
1: I also think it's incredibly difficult to to say step up your game because and uh, just the reality of now you have kids at home and we weren't meant to be professional teachers, professional insurance agents, and parents all at the same time while allowing no socialization of our children, right? That's just the reality we're all facing right now, but it's also a big ask. And so, yes, you want to step it up, but also be mindful of the fact that that number one priority is is uh, those kids, if you have them, or family members. And you're going to have some mitigating circumstances that are just part of this equation. So provide value, much like last week we talked about producers providing value. You need to demonstrate value to the organization. I would say with our agency, I'm pretty blown away that everyone has stepped up. We have people who have elderly family they're taking care of, who have young children who are teaching and at the same time working. And so in my mind as an employer right now, I'm showing extra grace in that that space where we need to be mindful that everyone has unprecedented circumstances. But if I'm a restaurant-focused uh, insurance broker and I have no income, I'm going to be forced to make tough decisions regardless. So I'd actually encourage you to do two things. One is provide value for the agency. But two, if you haven't become visible on LinkedIn yet, if you haven't been posting, get out there and be a message of positivity and value so that if and when a need arises at another agency – if if you know that, hey, we're restaurant focused and our restaurants aren't going to recover. So I'll give a great example. Um, we've got uh, a certain restaurant group out here. It's a big name. I won't mention the name. But not only did they lay off 80% of their staff, but they just let all the building owners know they can't even pay their rent. And they don't know when that's going to come back. So if you insure that account or you insure accounts like that. Are we it, talking about that public company? not the, not okay there's a there's two of them that i'm thinking of actually right now okay
0: one was a public company and announced it like in their investor piece so i I don't think you need to worry about who is like, trying to someone's trying to walk through my front door right here
1: and sorry. there she is this is my
0: six-year-old sorry that's everyone why I was getting distracted
1: say hello to addie where did she and go she, oh she disappeared oh she's all gone. right
0: she's gone all right okay Samantha, Samantha, okay, now here's my nine year old. Sammy, you do not, you do not need and to be And this walk is what through. those
1: employees are dealing with. <laughs> yeah. They are struggling to overcome. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, if, if you're not yet on TikTok, Bye-bye. you want to find a space to be To be, be clear, underneath. my daughter is not on TikTok.
0: I have a TikTok account that's private that she can record her videos on. This is a different conversation. Okay. We have derailed. So, Love you. If, Bye. If
1: you're an employee, provide value. Make yourself visible so that others can can see that value. And at the same time, you still got to take care of family first and um, just know these are unprecedented circumstances and we're just all going to have to, to kind of navigate through it together. Uh, But it's the same thing. It's always been that person who provides the value that I can't, that I'm going to notice a hole in the organization when they're gone. Be that person. Find out what that is and do those things. I I lost my paper, so I can't get to the next question. Well, then I will... Why don't you read it? All right. What are the biggest changes you see coming to our industry as a result of the coronavirus crisis? And what's the biggest lesson you have learned so far as an agency? Didn't I start last time? You did, but you lost your paper. So I read it again. Again, That's the first time you read that. Hmm. Do you want to answer this? I read do both you want, questions,
0: do you I want, think. Do you, do you want me to answer this? Go ahead. I am, as all of you, so intrigued to see what's going to happen with this whole business interruption thing. My opinion is on most of the policy forms that I've seen that coverage will not be afforded because there's no direct physical loss. I'm very, very intrigued. I saw a report a couple of weeks ago about, I think it was a governor trying to go to their state's DOI to mandate retroactively that language would be changed.
1: And a legislature a, was trying to do that.
0: Yeah, well. Like, weird stuff, man. And we all know, ultimately, it's some judge is going to rule and something's going to... I mean. I am so intrigued to see what's going to happen and if things are because here's the reality is the way, that, the way that I see it if carriers are forced to pay out coverage on this it's going to be like it was with terrorism with 9/11 like just bankruptcy for insurance companies
1: yeah i so i mean it- i i think the government stepping in with the bill that they have is their attempt
0: well, it is. I mean, Mnuchin mm. said that a couple of weeks ago. He go he set up there at a press conference saying this is effectively
1: business interruption insurance. Like, So my bet by the time this works its way through the court system is that they will not retroactively do that because the consequences are too dire for doing that.
0: And they'll be far, far more restrictive language that goes into policy forms going forward on this too, to double down on this.
1: Yeah. I think a big change that I see is what we talked about previously on. I think remote work will become a more prominent force. Jordan and I talked the other day, we were joking about it, that we had one of the most productive meetings ever on zoom, mainly because we knew we had everyone's attention. Everyone was on video. We went through our our checklist of items, and that was eye opening because, especially for me, I want everybody in the office like now. That is, I mean, there's, and for for me to be able to say, because you're wow, a boomer, I essentially am a boomer. <laughs> you know that aging app that the Russians developed that we all downloaded? There, that's essentially my real age. Yep. Um, so I see that as a change. I also see the, the, the change in planning for what, what are we going to do from an infrastructure standpoint? Because there's all sorts of ramifications of this. So I'm going to give a, a basic one. Um, if we have another virus, which if there's the 2019 coronavirus, There's going to be the 2020 coronavirus, or this one comes back again after it cycles through, and there'll be something else that forces us to actually be in this situation again. I don't think this is a one-time thing that happens.
0: Okay, hold on. I'm going to interrupt you there because I just had a thought. Yes. Okay, think about like prior work exclusions, Mm -hmm. right? Round two or three of said coronavirus, right? Because they said it might come back in the fall or next spring or whatever, Assuming that coverage is afforded somewhere in any policy or whatever for this, is there some type of exclusion that would preclude coverage the second time around? They're
1: just going to, they're going to exclude. no one's going to get coverage for this because it's, it, I, I'll give examples. So um, something that you guys are finding out, if, if you outsource any of your work, the outsourcing companies have just been clobbered, mm-hmm. whether it's the, The over in India, the Philippines, they have been clobbered, and we leverage uh, one, a very prominent one. Um, and they've they're
0: fantastic. It's just that they're out of
1: India and they've ordered a shutdown for 21 days completely in India, and so they're trying to navigate it, and so we're trying to navigate it. And never in my mind, other than I thought of like, okay, maybe. Uh, some other type of natural disaster goes through India, but I didn't think of something like this, and we did not have a plan in place for this. Now we're we're adapting, and we'll we'll get through. But I think a lot of agencies are going to develop a plan. So what happens when the next one of these situations comes through? Um, you know, w- there are outsourcing companies right now who they're trying to make up a workforce when everyone's been locked down. So there's there's impacts across the board. Locally, what happens when an entire nation's group of students are now forced to school from home remotely, all using Zoom? I mean, by the way, I wish I owned some portion of Zoom right now because they are the Did big winners. Did you hear winners. what was happening? Yes. Tell the story. It's
0: so brilliant. So I'm, I'm sure I'm going to botch the thing, but it's, I think it was last week or whatever. Yeah, Zoom technologies got halted from trading because people thought that zoom technologies was zoom conferencing and their stock skyrocketed and people were buying it you know under false pretense um not to any fault of zoom technologies or or other zoom just their their um ticker symbol is z-o-o-m right and so they had to halt that I, I don't know. I th- it was it was a an entertaining piece amidst this chaos of like, well, I'm glad someone made some money out of this thing because <laughs> people traded that thing, and I mean, I'm sure people are going to get clobbered too once it comes back down. But rather entertaining that, that there's a Zoom Technologies and then a Zoom, which I think theirs is just ZM. So Zoom and ZM tickers.
1: Yeah, and so when you have a whole country. Where now you have kids at home all doing remote learning, and most of that's video based on a Zoom, et cetera. That's just overloading servers. And we're seeing that you are seeing that across internet providers across the board. That's problematic. And then you see what happens if another one of these hits. And now, when everybody works from home, what about the security of information, right? Because mm-hmm we were behind a firewall and now we are on our home computers or working remotely. We've taken our our computers home and now we don't have protections in place. And so there's just a whole slew of problems that we've never thought about before as a country that we have to think about on a massive scale. So those are my thoughts.
0: There is so much that is going to shift I mean, not just in the insurance world, but in the entire world because of all of this. Like, it's going to be, it is going to be fascinating. My wife keeps sending me um, this information on what happened in Venice in Italy, and because there's none of the gondolas and all the boats going through and all that, the waters clearing up. What's happened is they've started to have different um, sea life come back in, and the waters have cleared, and there's just new. Like we were talking here in Ladera, like some moms were saying that. The there's different birds that like we've never seen these birds or heard these birds before. Different wildlife is changing because all of our patterns are changing. There's just going to be a shift in the world that I'm really intrigued to see how it plays out. So that's tangential, but just a thought. All right. Thanks, everyone. Um, please like us on Apple, give us comments or whatever Stitcher. Podbean, whatever you're listening to on YouTube, comment, subscribe. If you have a cocktail recommendation, send it to Jordan at Total CSR. If you have questions, Justin at TotalCSR.com. And stay safe out there. Cheers.